Well, good day and welcome to Holding Fast. It's great to have you in the podcast today. How is your anchor holding? The beginning of a brand new podcast week, and this is an opportunity for us to turn our thoughts towards the scripture. Uh, This podcast is entitled Holding Fast. It is really the outgrowth of uh, a burden to reach into people's lives, particularly during the past year when we went through times of isolation and people uh, were longing to be able to hear the Word of God and to hear it in a way that really uh, was relevant to the way they live. So it's good to have you today. Thank you for letting me into your life and into your home. I pray that uh, you have been able to rejoin God's people in a congregation. I uh, hope that you have been able to do what the Lord calls you to do, and that is to assemble together Zoom meetings have grown very old and very archaic now in terms of the fulfillment of God's call for his people to get together as the body of Christ to practice all those one another's in the New Testament. Uh, If we can't learn to practice those in the family of God, we're going to be in trouble in our regular life. And so I encourage you to be regular and faithful in an in-person assembly Uh, of people, of God's called people, and uh, I know that it will be a great blessing and an encouragement to other people. Uh, One of the things that's also been true during the the, uh, past year of kind of darkness and isolation is that there has been uh, a a, a large number of false teaching that has been put out over the internet, over other resources. What a reminder it is for us to remain vigilant regarding false teaching. It's in the world today. In fact, we shouldn't be surprised by this because in 2 Peter chapter 2, the apostle Peter took the opportunity to remind us in verse 1 of chapter 2, but there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you who privily shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that bought them, and bring upon themselves swift destruction. And many shall follow their pernicious ways by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. And through covetousness shall they with feigned words make merchandise of you, whose judgment now of a long time lingereth not, and their damnation slumbereth not. And so we have that very stark reminder by the Apostle Peter that in these days in which we live, we should not be surprised that there are a number of false teachers that even rise up within churches that have this umbrella of being Christian uh, that people will accept unquestioningly, and they will bring forth wrong teaching, anti-scriptural teaching, and it's something that we need to be aware of. Uh, Jude, the letter uh, of Jude, the general epistle of Jude, right before Revelation, uh, Jude also reminds us as a servant of the Lord. He said in Jude uh, verse 3, uh, Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith. By the way, the word the faith is the sum total of that which we believe the Bible teaches and we understand the Bible to teach. He says uh, uh, that exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered, literally once for all delivered unto the saints. The Bible says, for there are certain men crept in unawares who were before of old ordained to this condemnation, ungodly men, turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness 
and denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. And so we're warned by two different servants of the Lord here that this is something that will be prevalent in the last days uh, and that we have to be ever cautious about. False teaching is all over the place today. A number of uh, charismatic faith, uh, word of faith uh, teachers have been uh, notorious about this in the several months, particularly regarding the election of, of the presidential election in January. Uh, in November that came to fruition in January, and we are reminded that a number of them made prophetic statements that ended up being entirely false and inaccurate. The Bible tells us in Deuteronomy chapter 18 that we ought to be uh, hesitant, first of all, about accepting prophetic utterances by people who claim to be given extra biblical knowledge uh, from God. That's a very dangerous thing. In Deuteronomy 18, Moses makes the statement that there will one day arise a prophet like unto himself. Yet this prophet will be much even, uh, even superior to Moses himself. And the natural question that the Israelites had at that time was, well, if somebody comes along and says they're a prophet and they prophesy in the name of God, how will we know whether they're legitimate? Are they authentic? Are they genuine prophets of God? And in Deuteronomy 18, Moses takes the opportunity to make the qualification that the only way to tell whether a prophet is legitimate, whether he speaks from God, is if 100% of his prophecies come true. If he makes a prophetic statement and it turns out to be false in any way, then that is an illegitimate false teacher who ought to have anything he says dismissed completely as being a lie and a false prophet. And so then I would suggest to you that the same is true even today, that there are false prophets out there, and you have to be very careful. There's a modern movement right now called the NAR, the New Apostolic Reformation Movement, that's become popular in many circles. And we need. To, I, I want to make sure that our, my listeners on this podcast understand that that new apostolic reformation movement is one that is fully populated with false teachers and false prophets. That begs the question naturally in the podcast today is how are we going to identify false teaching? And I want to give you five S's that are not original with me, but they really resonated with me when I thought of how I could incorporate this into a podcast. So I'm going to give them to you real quickly. How can you identify somebody who is a false teacher? Number one, I would suggest to you it begins with the letter S and it is source. In other words, does that particular teacher uh, whatever religion that might be, what resource does it ha- does he have? Does is he using another Bible? Does he have some other holy book other than the sixty six books of the Bible? Is he using a resource that had to be uh, authored and concocted in order to support the doctrines that he's teaching? Uh, whether it be a Book of Mormon, whether it be the New World Translation of the Scriptures, whether whatever that might be, there are a number of false teachers and movements out there that use a source other than the Bible. Right away, that's a red flag. Beware. A second S is Savior. Source and then Savior. Does Is there any room in that person's teaching? Do they promote a Savior other than Jesus Christ? Is there another uh, mediator between God and man? Is there some other saint or 
or holy woman or some other individual that is providing redemption in any way for your soul. That's another red flag. That's a false teacher. A third S would be the subject of what they teach. Is their subject the gospel of Jesus Christ? Is their subject anything that would promote supposedly uh, a, a, a wealth and a prosperity kind of religion? Is their aim and is the subject of their preaching anything other than Jesus Christ crucified, buried, and risen again, an entire submission and surrender to Jesus Christ alone? Does that preacher cut across country to talk about the gospel? If he does not, false teacher, that's a red flag. Fourth S would be salvation, and that ties in with the previous one. Does he teach a salvation that has to add works or effort or some other means that the person produces in order to be saved? Does he require that you give a certain amount of money to his ministry for your prayers to be given? Does that individual say that you can pay money to earn God's favor? Does that personality or that false teacher, does he say that you must supplement the work of Jesus Christ on the cross by uh, uh, engaging in self-righteous works on your own? So source, savior, subject, salvation. If those things uh, are wrong, then that's a false teacher. And I would add a, a fifth S, and that is sanctification. Uh, does he believe that sanctification is a part of a new believer's life? Is there something about that particular uh, teacher that is worldly, that is greedy, that is conniving, that is manipulating in any way in order to enrich himself? Do, does he teach a personal separation from sin and uh, from Satan himself? If there is something about that sanctification in his life, Avoid that person at all costs. Source, Savior, Subject, Salvation, and Sanctification. If you will apply those tests, that one who is a false teacher, I assure you, will begin to stand out. My prayers go with you today as you live for the Lord. Be careful who you listen to, even on Christian radio stations. You must be very cautious about who you get your information from, even this podcast. If it's not based on the Word of God, you need to go find another one. God bless you today. Walk with Christ.